How many times have we heard that song in the hallways of union halls all across America? I certainly have. I was brought up in a union household, National Maritime Union, and my father, Chester, merchant seaman for 54 years, who took me to the original Labor Day parades when they were actually on Labor Day, September 4th. And then the picnic that would take place afterwards with union members uh, from right across the board. Now you don't even have a Labor Day parade on Labor Day. They do it like uh, two Saturdays later. And it has more participants than it has viewers. But that's the state of unions uh, today compared to when I was growing up. But it was always understood, whether it was then or now, that if a labor union member was under attack, under siege, or was being harassed or assaulted, that the very next day, whoever the union leader is or was, would immediately assemble the delegates of the union, the person that, in fact, was assaulted or had their rights violated, and there would be a massive press conference that most of the media would attend with the attorney who was providing services uh, to uh, the union stating what their options were to seek uh, legal redress and relief. Interesting. That's been done many, many, many times before by Michael Mulgrew, chairman of probably politically the most powerful union in the city, that puts together massive amounts of money from their members to support candidates, uh, that has a strong active membership of retired teachers, many of whom still live here, others who have moved away but participate in union politics, mostly uh, Jews. And the present membership of those teaching in the public school system, I would say not as predominantly Jewish as when I went to public school, but uh, I still think it's the predominant number when you divide people by religion, although so many teachers now, although they may have been born Jewish, would probably say that they're not practicing Jews and that they're atheists, agnostics, whatever. But the point being is there is a history in the UFT, and they have a very active membership and a very active retired group that will work phone banks. Then, in fact, uh, Michael Mogru has been known when there are debates up in the state legislature, in the state assembly, the state senate that may affect their membership, and especially in the city council in New York and City Hall, he will give out cue cards and tell, because of the donations they've made to candidates who are now in elective office, you read from the cue card. This is your position. He's been co-busted doing that a few times. And the people that he does it for, the elected officials, they don't seem to mind because they get the services of the union of failed teachers uh, in their attempt to stay in office or to get elected office phone banks, door-to-door, boots on the ground. I've witnessed them over at Bay Terrace and Bayside, very strong, very powerful. So it was amazing. And one of their members, a Jewish female teacher, two days running at Hillcrest High School in Jamaica, was chased to the point where she had to hide in an assistant principal's office from a mob, an anti-Semitic mob of students that was hell-bent on attacking her, both physically 
verbally and emotionally because she had dared post on her social networking, personal social networking that she had attended to support the Israel Day rally, flying the Israeli flag with others. All of a sudden, a cabal was engineered, and we didn't hear anything about it. Right before Thanksgiving Day on the 25th, the New York Post uh, printed the first article, and thank God they did, or we might never have heard about it. In all that time, Michael Mogul and the union delegates and the shop steward at Hillcrest and others were aware that their colleague was under attack. And they did absolutely jack diddly squat nothing. The other person who did absolutely jack diddly squat nothing was Chancellor David Banks of the Department of Education, dumbest organization ever that spends one-third of our city bloated budget, $36 billion, and what's the return that the kids get, the parents get, the taxpayers get? In fact, the teachers who are always under attack, who are under siege, they get ugats, they get bupkis. It took a week for the Chancellor, David Banks, who grew up in southeast Jamaica and went to Hillcrest High School, an alumni member, for him to finally go to Hillcrest High School and basically, he was defending the rabble rouse. This notion that this place is a, a, a radical, these kids are radicalized and anti-Semitic is the height of irresponsibility. The height of irresponsibility. And he said, hey, you know, we're going to protect the teachers. But now nah, the teachers don't trust, uh, don't trust Chancellor David Banks. What they were waiting to hear from publicly was an emphatic support of their right to teach in school, being unmolested, unharassed, and certainly not threatened with physical assault or assaulted. The only thing they got from Michael Mogul was a series of appearances the the week before the attack in which he was decrying the proposed cuts by Eric Adams, swagger man with no plan against pre-K and against uh, the board... Uh, the old Board of Education that Michael Mbaricic, Rudy Giuliani, when he was running for mayor, said should have been blown up at 110 Livingston Street in downtown Brooklyn because it was a hopeless bureaucracy then, hopelessly even more bureaucratic now. And the only public statements we've heard from Michael Mogul are not about the attack on that Jewish teacher in Hillcrest, but rather on what he says was the specious and misinformation of the Eric Adams administration about the need for cuts in the educational budget and blaming it on the ever-increasing number of uh, dollars that we, the sucker taxpayers, have to pay for the illegal aliens who arrive by the day. The financial problem, as far as we know, is completely fabricated. We've been involved with budgets forever. We see what's going on. The mayor said this is because of the asylum seekers. There is no, no foundation. There is no evidence. You jerky boy. Of course there is. Everybody can see that. The mayor has sided with the illegal aliens spending money on them against the interests of Americans who are in desperate need, including many children who do go to the public school system who may need uh, special help, who may be labeled special ed, a whole host of different terms that have been created since I went to public school years ago or any of you listening. So with no support for the teachers, 
Nobody raising their voice at Hillcrest High School and holding a press conference representing the Union of Failed Teachers on behalf of that Jewish female teacher who apparently is still in hiding, who we don't really know much about. She's in the Witness Protection Program. Jewish teachers from across the city gathered uh, at the Department of Education, a.k.a. Dumbest Organization Ever's headquarters, the old Tweed Courthouse, which is north of City Hall downtown. And they were all talking about how they're under attack, they're under siege. Being a Jew, uh, particularly in the teaching field, makes them even more vulnerable in the public schools. They're afraid to go to school. Under normal circumstances, they're being harassed. Uh, The teachers aren't being listened to, whether they're Jews or Gentiles, white or black that it's almost an impossible position that they're being put into by the Department of Education, dumbest organization ever, but especially since October 7th. And then one of the mothers who attended in solidarity with the Jewish teachers who say they are fearful 